you think your grandmother would think of hearing this song on the radio in St. Louis today? Well, gosh, I hope she would be thrilled. Uh, you know, I know this was a song that she wrote uh, with hopes that that you know it would get recorded and that people would hear it. Um, so I, I sure hope I, I did it the way she would have wanted it recorded and that this is something she would enjoy. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. In the early 1940s, Jacob Leakey's grandmother wrote a song. Men across the U.S. were enlisting to fight in World War II, and one of them was the man who'd later become Jacob's grandfather. Back home on a farm in Missouri, missing her beau, Leona Augustine wrote, I'm only dreaming of you, a song in honor of the man she loved. That song was never professionally recorded, but this year, on what would have been Leona's 106th birthday, it's finally getting released. And here to tell us the story and also let us get a preview of tomorrow's release is Jacob Leakey. Jacob, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. So I understand this all started when you stumbled onto the sheet music that your grandmother had written for this song. Where did you find this? That's right. Um, A few years ago, my dad had actually given me just an envelope full of historical family information. And it was looking through there whenever I, you know, found this piece of sheet music and I was pretty astonished to see it was by my grandmother, Leona Augustine. And had you known prior to finding this sheet music that she wrote songs? I didn't know that. You know, I knew that uh, the Augustines were a very musical family. Uh, You know, we had several things handed down to us from them. You know, a lot of musical instruments, uh, Leona's piano, the brass instruments Leona's father had played, and and a fiddle that Leona's brother played. So I, I knew they were a very musical family, but I wasn't aware that they had actually gotten into writing their own songs. And I want to mention, it's not just that she had written this song. This sheet music w- was published. This this is a copyri- copywritten, I'm saying this wrong. It had a copyright. <laughs> you must have had a sense then that this was more than just a super casual hobby. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so you know, once I found this piece of sheet music, it kind of started a research uh, project for me to see, you know, how significant was this? Uh, and, uh, you know, I ended up learning that she actually had a Hollywood composer named Bob Carleton um, help her write the music um, and then get this song published. So that's, you know, kind of when I came to realize the significance of, you know, what my grandma had done. And this Bob Carleton, I want to orient listeners on this. People probably don't know that name, but they might know a song that he has written. This is a song that was written back in 1918 called Ja Da. About your raggy melodies, everything from opera down to harmony. But I have a little song that I will sing to you. It's gonna win you through and through. There ain't much to the words, but the music is grand, and you'll be singing it to beat the band. Now you've heard of your will of the wisp, but give a little listen to this. It goes jada, jada. So that's Jada, apparently a very famous song at one point. And I understand Bob Carlton um, has roots in St. Louis. Jacob, do you know anything about how your grandmother connected with this Hollywood songwriter? You know, that's really still a mystery to me. Um, 
Uh, one thing I know about Leona is that she was very ambitious about her music. You know, she wasn't just writing these songs for herself. She wanted to get her music out there. And so she very persistently would, you know, write a song and then send it to people and companies all around the country trying to find, you know, people who might collaborate with her on the music or companies that would publish her songs. And so as far as I can surmise, uh, it was just that persistence that eventually uh, had her connect with with Bob Carleton and, and had him collaborate on this song with her. When you say collaborate, do you have any sense of who played what role in developing this as she music? Um, you know, there are some clues. Uh, the copyright for this song lists just Leona as the sole copyright holder. And, you know, often from what I've seen, if, uh, you know, one person wrote the words and another person wrote the melody, it will be a shared copyright. So mm-hmm. what I think is that my grandma wrote the words and had the melody for this song. And then uh, she worked with Bob Carleton to kind of come up with the, the jazzy chord progression that, that we have now. Hmm. So she got this, this piece of music um, published. Do you know why it was never professionally recorded or why everything seems to have stopped there with it? You know, that I don't know. Um, I, I imagine this was a very exciting time for my grandma. You know, she, uh, she was still uh, you know, working on this music and this probably seemed like a big break for her. Um, but, uh, you know, once the song was published, uh, this seems to be where it kind of ended. I, I can't find that anyone has ever recorded it you know, <laughs> until now. So what made you decide to change that? Not just to, to unearth this and dig a little bit into the family history, but to say, I'm going to put together a professional version of this. Yeah, well, uh, recording music is actually kind of a hobby of mine. Uh, I'm a guitarist and I like writing guitar instrumentals. And so whenever I first discovered this song, my first instinct was to you know, translate it to uh, be a guitar instrumental. And so I, I tried doing that, and I could tell it was a very special song, but I could also tell that it wasn't supposed to be a guitar song. So <laughs> it just kind of sat in my mind for a couple years before I got the idea uh, about a year ago that you know perhaps I could get some help and uh, work with different musicians to turn this into a recording that would sound, you know, maybe kind of like it would have sounded if it would have been recorded back in 1942, hmm. whenever it was written. Now, I know everybody's so curious to hear this song, but I'm going to heighten the suspense a little bit. Instead of playing the final version that you came up with, with these professional musicians, I'm going to let everybody get a little glimpse of, of where you started. And that is this acoustic guitar version that you put together. Here's just a little excerpt from that. Jacob Leakey's acoustic guitar version of I'm Only Dreaming of You. How did you get from there to getting professional musicians interested in collaborating with you on this? Yeah, well, I just kind of started searching the web, uh, looking for people who did big band music. Um, And I ended up looking all across the world, actually, uh, working with musicians from nine different countries, and just kind of started one by one. You know, at first I contacted a drummer uh, in Texas, and sent him, you know, what you just heard, that, that little demo. 
and said, you know, play along with this. And so he, he did his drum track, and then I, I worked with a bass player, and he added a bass part to that, and just on and on. Um, eventually, uh, I also realized that if I was going to do horns and strings and everything I wanted in the song, I really needed a chart, uh, you know, to have it all planned out and not just have each musician just improvising. So uh, then I worked with a really talented uh, composer from Venezuela named Samuel Fuentes, who kind of helped put together a chart that I, you know, now then I finally had sheet music to send to these players from all over the world. Uh, And, you know, it really just built the song one track at a time. Uh, until uh, it, we had it all together. I assume you were working on this during the pandemic. I mean, was was that kind of a factor there that people had some time and were willing to do things remotely? Yeah, I think it definitely was. Uh, you know, uh, for myself, I, I have three children, um, and you know, a lot of our activities were canceled this summer. Uh, our vacations were canceled, um, so I, I had time myself. But I think, especially on the musician side, I, I think we all know that this was a year when you no know, one was touring. There wasn't a lot of uh, you know people getting together in the studio. So uh, what I found was that people were very receptive to learning about this project and then you know, getting in their home studios and, and laying down a couple tracks for me. Mm-hmm. Well, this song does not get officially released until tomorrow, but you've agreed to let us play it today. We're very grateful for that. Just love this story. And man, we couldn't talk about it without getting to hear it. So let's play <laughs> this brand new version at long last, 79 years after it was published. Here's I'm Only Dreaming of You. That is I'm Only Dreaming of You by the songwriter Leona Augustine. And we're hearing it now. Um, It's 79 years after she published the sheet music. Uh, Jacob, what do you think your grandmother would think of hearing this song on the radio in St. Louis today? Well, gosh, I hope she would be thrilled. Uh, I know this was a song that she wrote uh, with hopes that that, you know, it would get recorded and that people would hear it. Um, so I, 
I sure hope I, I did it the way she would have wanted it recorded and that this is something she would enjoy. Well, I think the song sounds wonderful. And in fact, I, I had a clip picked out to play on air today. And our sound guy actually suggested, you need to play more of this. This is a really good track. <laughs> and it, it's hard to impress him. So that's that's some high praise there. But did, speaking of your grandmother, I want to go back to her life. She wrote this song uh, 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 while her beau was away. He'd enlisted um, in the military. He was also from Missouri. What happened to Leona? Augustine and Felix Leakey. Yeah, well, you know, they uh, both grew up in the same small community. Uh, Leona grew up on a farm uh, between the towns of New Haven and Washington, and that's that's the community where Felix lived as well. Um, and they kind of knew each other their whole lives, but, you know, eventually became sweethearts. Um, but then when World War II came around, Felix decided he was going to enlist and was sent away, uh, stationed actually in Miami, Florida. And uh, you know, with, when he went away, I think that's what inspired Leona to write this love song because it's a song about you know, dreaming of someone, you know, the person you love who's no, no longer there with you. And uh, you know, it came out uh, 1942, you know, right when the U.S. was going to World War II. And so I, I kind of imagine as an artist, you know, perhaps she was you know, seeing the same thing happen to, to women all around the country, you know, mm-hmm. they're their husbands or boyfriends leaving for this war and you know perhaps she you know, wanted to create this piece of art that you know would be uh, a universal sentiment out there yeah i think there's a lot of people who were uh, you know, had their the the men that they love leaving them at that time, and this dreaming on Leona's part, this was not in vain. She ended up getting to follow him to Miami. Talk about a great place to be stationed. Um, she moved down there, and and they got married. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Felix was uh, a bit older, about a decade older actually, than most of the the new recruits for World War II, and so uh, he was sent to Miami, where he became a, a mechanic down there for the army. Um, and once he got down there uh, and realized, you know, what a beneficial place he had ended up in, uh, he wrote to Leona and encouraged her uh, to come join him there. Uh, Leona's parents initially were uh, a, a bit wary of that, you know, given that they weren't married at the time and everything. Uh, but they said she could go down as long as she brought a friend with her. And so she found a friend there in New Haven who ended up making the move with her down to Miami, Florida. And then, you know, Leona and Felix could be together. And, and just two, two years later, they, they were married in Miami. And uh, before the war was over, they had their first child down there, too. And they later moved back to Missouri. How many kids? Uh, yeah, they, they moved back after the war, and they ended up having two children. Hmm. And one of them was your father? Yeah, my father, Richard, uh, uh, was, was Leona's son. And I was touched to learn that she kept working on music even at the end of her life. What did you find out about her efforts there? Yeah, I you know, I know music was a presence uh, in her household uh, all throughout her life. That that's what I've heard from her children, my aunt and my dad. You know that she always liked to have a piano in the house and was always playing these songs, especially songs from you know the twenties, thirties, and forties. Songs like Jada that we heard earlier. <laughs> Thanks for playing that, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, yeah, and that you know it was always something that that was a big part of her life, even up uh, till her last years. You know what I heard was that uh, she was looking for a piano teacher that would help her learn ragtime just in the years before she died. So uh, I know it was very important to her. Well, it's so great to see you're, you're honoring her legacy here. Uh, Leona Augustine uh, now has this, this wonderful song out. What do you hope will come out of this recording? Well, you know, more than anything, I just hope that, that people hear the song and they enjoy it. Uh, 
you know, I think that there's, you know, it's an old song. Um, it was written about World War II, you know, but I think the sentiment of, you know, being away from someone that you love maybe also is very relevant right now during this pandemic with, you know, a lot of us separated from the people that we love. So, you know, hopefully the message is, is still relevant. Boy, I think it is. You make a great case for that. And the song just, it feels timeless in a way. I think that that big band music, there's just always going to be something about that that pulls on our heartstrings. So Absolutely. Uh, Jacob Leakey, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks so much. And Jacob has done just a great job of outlining some family history here. If you're curious to hear more about Leona, you can uh, you can go to leonasdream.com. There's some great family stories there and some great photos. And I want to go out of today's show with just a little more of this long-awaited single, I'm Only Dreaming of You. Tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll hear from some newly vaccinated St. Louisans. How will their lives change? When will the rest of us get our doses? We'll also meet the local banker who just won the George Bailey Award, named for the guy in the Jimmy Stewart movie. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlpublicradio.org. Never miss a conversation by subscribing to our podcast. You can find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. You can also find us on Facebook. Search for St. Louis on the Air there answer a few questions and you're into our group. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.